to I Don't Know The Podcast, Episode 14, Psychics and Mediums. For hundreds of years, people have been claiming to have psychic abilities, whether it's talking to the dead, reading people's minds, or bothering murder investigators. It looks like psychics are here to stay. But are they real? Or are they full of shit, profiting from people's grief? I don't know. So listen on to find out what else I don't know about psychics and mediums. The word psychic comes from the Greek word psychikos, which refers to the mind or the psyche. And in Greek mythology, the maiden psyche was the deification of the human soul. I'm not sure what we do now that we know that. Modern spiritualism really started to take off in the mid-19th century. One of the best at this time was Daniel Douglas Home. He was a Scottish person who held hundreds of seances attended by prominent Victorians. His powers were said to be extraordinary. He could levitate, speak with the dead, and get knocking sounds to suddenly appear, for some reason. Although he was very popular and successful, many suspected him of trickery. Harry Houtini described him as the forerunner of mediums whose forte is fleecing by presuming on the credulity of the public. But who cares about the psychic mediums of oldie-timey times? In these modern times, it seems psychic mediums are everywhere. They're on our TVs, on our radios, even on our phones. But is it possible to know if they're legit? Let's see if we can find out. Do you know the, the initials of his second name? Mm-hmm. Will it be? also in the spirit world, please? No. 
Back in the 2000s, the BBC made a special show called Bullshit Detectors to find out if psychic mediums were legit. Let's see how that went. I've enlisted the help of Dr. Kieran O'Keefe. Hi, Kieran, I'm Danny. Hi, Danny. Hello. A parapsychologist who spent 15 years hunting the ghost hunters. Fake history. Forget science for a minute. OK. You, as an ordinary bloke. Yeah. Are there any genuine mediums? Do you believe in it at all? I'm open-minded to the possibility. I haven't come across a genuine medium. Because I want to know, beyond any doubt, if my three mediums are prepared to cheat. So, I've got Kieran to write me a fake history, which I've printed onto official-looking chocolate factory pamphlets. The story has also spent the past week posted on the theatre's website. And I've even hung a picture in the foyer of the factory's fictitious first manager, the fat, aggressive and ruthless George Bull. So they have an old chocolate factory and published a fake history on its website. And they've invited three psychics to come and have a look around. But first they tell us the fake story about the fake factory owner. He was maimed, he had his legs cut off in an accident. He was supervising a delivery here at the chocolate factory and getting very impatient at the delivery man, took the last crate, threw it on the floor, the resounding crash, and that startled the horses that they ran off and the cart basically rolled over his legs and also killed him in the process. OK, bring on the psychics. First they bring in a lady psychic called Goldie to the old loading area. It's, a, it's very busy down here, very, very busy. I feel like I'm on a race course here, watching the horses going up and, and down. Lots of horses? Yeah, okay. watching horses going up and down. Because the horses are, are, are not very settled, they're moving about. So he may have got kicked by a horse, he went down, it was the horse that put him down in some way. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure about that. I, I think to really get to the bottom of this, it, it would be great if you could go into a trance. <sighs> I didn't, OK, I could probably go into semi-trance, but not a full trance. Oh, I guess it will have to be a half-trance, then. George, did the horses hurt your legs, yes or no? I somehow imagined fake George would sound a little different. Are you OK, Gordon? <laughs> Oh, sorry. You OK? Yeah, I think so. What I'd be really interested to get out of this is, is some surnames, if possible, to try and um, kind of pinpoint these people. OK, she's giving me Bull, um, what, Dog, that? Bull, Dog. But, so what's his name? I've got George and I've got Bull. Of course, her spirit guide could also be in on the prank, but it's obvious she researched the place before arriving and relied solely on that information. Next, we get a guy called Kevin. Probably the least psychic name ever. Can you get a surname for George at all? Surname doesn't begin with G, does it? No. So, I've decided to show him the fake manager's portrait I planted earlier that conveniently has a name plaque, George Bull. George. 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 You getting a name going I have to clarify this and tell you what's going on. Kevin is staring at the portrait of the fake owner that also has a clearly visible plaque with George Ball engraved on it. Do you know his 
the, the initials of his second name. Mm -hmm. Was it B? Yeah. Was it Ball? It was. Mm. That's what I got. Is that the guy yeah. that you've been telling? Yeah. 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 You sure? Yeah. Positive. 100%? Yeah. 101%. Wow. 101%. What could possibly have made him so confident? We meet Philip next. He's right on the trail. Without any help from me, Philip has already identified a fat, angry manager called George who had an accident. And I'm curious to see if he's prepared to confirm the details contained in my fake history leaflet. You seem pretty sure that the George you got is this guy, George Bull? Yeah, I'm sure. But as I said, if we can get an earlier picture of him, it might confirm it even more. But in your heart, you're sure? Yeah. And it felt like the owner of the place when I linked in with mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. And the description feels because I felt quite big. I hope that's not a euphemism. In any case, Philip isn't going to feel so big in a few seconds. Philip, can I tell you something? Go on. This history here is entirely made up. <laughs> and um, that picture is just a random picture we found and we stuck a little name tag on it uh, that's made up. Uh, George Bull is an entirely made up name. Okay. We chose the surname Bull for a reason. It's all entirely made up. Okay, load of bullshit. Well, you don't have to be psychic to realise that. I want to break the news to Goldie, but she's done such a good job of retelling my fake story. I've decided to put on a special treat for her. A reenactment of George Ball's tragic accident. Is he okay? So what the presenter has done is dress up as an old Victorian guy with a moustache and a hat and stuff. He's then got two pantomime horses to kick the crap out of him while he's on the ground. Help! Help! I've been kicked by horses! Help! Get out! Help! Help! Oh, Goldie, is that, is that pretty much what you saw out here? Over there, yeah. You're in the wrong place. Is that what it was like, though? Yeah. It was more down the bottom legs, though. Goldie, can I tell you something? Yes, sir. Um, you, all the things that you channeled today, like, you know, George Bull, the American manager... Yeah, uh, you're going to tell me that he's legs. got nothing to do with it. Well, um, <laughs> absolutely, it, it, that all came from a story that I made up. Oh, did it? With the help of uh, a parapsychologist. <gasps> and, and we put that you up put on, it, the, yeah, no. on the website. Congratulations. And, and did you read that website? No. So, how, how did you know all these facts? Um, a friend of a friend. But, uh, I mean, are you still pretty certain about the George Ball thing? I am, yeah. So, despite being caught red-handed, lying through her teeth, and faking trances, Goldie still sticks to her guns and still believes the George Ball bullshit. Now he's left to tell Kevin. I, I have to tell you, Kevin is a pretty scary-looking guy. He's big and looks like he recently got released from a very long prison sentence. Kevin clearly didn't research my story, but he's been happy to pump me for information and has confirmed the identity of the fictional George Bull. But will he be able to spot George's killers? Do you think you'd recognise these horses if you saw them? I probably would, yes, I would do. Ke Kevin... Where are they? Is that the horse? Yes, that's the horse, <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Or is it that one? No, it's, it's neither of them. Go on. Kevin, can I tell you something? Yeah. This history that we've got here, mm. um, 
is all made up. That's made up, you sure? Yeah. You're positive? Yeah, I got someone to write that. Check it. I got someone to write that and then mm. put that on the Chocolate Factory website. So where did it get pulled pull from then? I, I think probably from the name plaque, on it? But I didn't see the name plaque, uh -huh. I can't see it. Because I need glasses. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably why he was staring at the plaque for so long. But back to Philip, whose initial embarrassment laugh has subsided, and he's had time to think up an excuse. You've also got to remember that when mediums link telepathically with the mind of spirit, we also link with your mind. So if you've got this information running through your mind, I could pick it up from you as well. So it's my this, fault. No, no, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm just saying that everything happens for a reason, and maybe this is a lesson for me as well. Okay. Well, I guess it's a lesson for us all. Yeah. Goldie has also managed to come up with one. You basically retold the whole story yeah. that we wrote. My guy told me before I came here that I was going to be tested, and I said, fine, then we'll test one another. So does that mean that you cheated? I did. For most of it. Do you think what you've done tonight will make people believe more in psychics or less? Less. Oh, no, more. How much truth did we get tonight? You probably got about 30%, I think, yeah. 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 A bit about it being called the chocolate factory. I don't think it was ever a chocolate factory. That's the one thing it was, Goldie, I'm afraid. It was a chocolate factory. Was it? Yeah, you see, you've even got the truth wrong. Yeah, I know. If only Goldie's spirit guide had been a bit more specific. But why she thinks more people will believe in psychics after this is beyond me. So, as a test of the trustworthiness of psychics, that didn't go very well for them. All three of them cheated. One of them even faked a trance like our old fraud friend Derek Akora from episode 2. But he's dead now, so I really shouldn't have included him in this. But those people were just small fry. One guy who's made an awful lot of money from his claimed psychic abilities is American person James Van Prague. He's written many books, including the bestseller Talking to Heaven. He was also co-creator of the TV show The Ghost Whisperer. I also know he's made a lot of money because I used to work for the architect who designed his mansion in California. Van Prague claims that the spirits of people that have passed on speak to him and guide him. He has sold out shows all over the world and appears on TV regularly. However, it seems his spirit guides like to have a bit of fun with him. Well, we're back with medium James Van Prague, who has had us fascinated all morning about the, the world of ghosts and the unknown. And we're going to throw it open to you with our studio audience now. Take it away and okay. see what you can see. Okay, sweetheart, great. I'd like to start with this lady right here who's sitting right in the first row. Um, I have a mother figure very strong coming around you, okay? And uh, with the name of either Mary, Margaret, do you understand the name? Margaret Mary, okay, Margaret Mary. And um, i got to tell you that I feel before she passes over, though, there's a lot of... Um, um, it's a hard time to walk or a hard time to get up and get things going. Do you understand that? And I feel some arthritis, by the way. There's a lot of arthritis and there's a bone problem. There's also something with the back. So I don't know if she sees her sitting have a pillow with the back of her. No. Or is that you? No. No? That doesn't make sense to you? Yikes. Tough room. So, not Mary or Margaret and no back problems. Okay, and what about trouble with legs? No. Okay, who, okay. I've, uh, who has trouble with the legs now? Well, my father's had two hip replacements. Two hip replacements. He cannot walk as well as he used to. Oh, no, he walks very well. Okay, okay. Um... Okay, it's not legs either. Quick, think of another body part. Right. Was your mother buried? Yes. 
Because she's talking about being buried and about an awake, or a funeral rather. Amazing. How could he have possibly known a dead person would be buried and have a funeral? And um, she knows about it. She was very surprised by it all. And who's Kathy or Kathy? Is there Catherine or Kathy? Kathy? Catherine or Kathy? I also know who's Catholic, but there's someone who's Catholic background. Did you see that swerve? Kathy or Catherine has now become someone who is Catholic. And yeah, we um, are all are. You all are, okay. Yeah. So there was a mass said for instance, thank you for a mass that was said. And there are prayer cards that are said. There's a picture of Mother Mary somewhere around. Picture of Mother Mary. Would you know about this? Do you know about this? Picture well, of Mother all Mary. Catholics have Mother Mary around somewhere. She does make a good point. Good, okay, well, I don't. You know. <laughs> but of course, that was years ago. Let's do guess So, I want to talk about something else with you, though. I said, music, music, music. I don't know why about music. Did you not do music? Were you going to do music when you were younger and you stopped doing music? No. Okay, you never wanted to play the piano? No. Okay, who was that one to play the piano? Or music? I don't know. Don't know, no okay. No, my family's okay. musical. Um, I want to talk about this lady here. Your, father, your husband's passed over? Shit, quick, move on to someone else. Judging by the age of this woman, it's a pretty safe bet that her dad is no longer with us. Or your father's passed over, rather. Father, father passed over. I don't know if he liked cars. Don't know anything about cars, but there's something about cars with him. I mean, he told me about this, okay? I don't know if he just recently got a car, or there was talk about getting a car, or changing a car. Are you are living or dead? Do you understand? <laughs> Do you understand about the cars? Um, no. Did not you just really. get a car, or were there. No. No? No, no okay. for a couple of years. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Who had the heart problem? Shouldn't he know who has a heart problem? Um, oh, possibly my mum. Okay, yeah. okay. She's passed over as well? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know if there was a heart situation before she passes? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, and there was a situation that she was going to either get an operation or a procedure done, something before that, okay? So I don't know if you know that, that she didn't get that. Um, I also want to ask you know, who I'm with with Teresa or Terry, but I am. Okay, I got to tell you that. Um, I Sorry, also, what was not you say? Teresa or Terry? Teresa. Mm-hmm. Teresa or Terry. And um, was there a divorce with you? Never. No. You never married? No. Okay, I'm not surprised. Is he just getting bitchy because he's not hitting with anything? I'm not surprised because I want you to love yourself more. Because you don't. I need you to love yourself more. Uh, okay? okay. Um, I also want you. There's something about the car here with your father. I don't know, but I'm talking about a car here. I don't know what it means. If you're just getting a new car, or you got a new car, there's something with that, okay? I gotta tell you that. Why or what is he saying about a car? He's literally saying nothing. I'm gonna come over here to this lady. Are we almost closed? Yeah, he cannot get out of there fast enough. We're nearly there, just to see if you could feel anyone. Your husband passed over, correct? Do you have his ring or his watch also? Yes. Ooh, he got something right. Are you wearing it? Yes. Thank you. Just tell me that in my head, okay? So you're very open. I want to talk about a picture that you had redone of him after he passed over, or you moved the, the paint, the picture of him, correct? Yes, yes. or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. I also want to tell you that he's sitting right next to you on that, I don't know what you call the couch. Do you call it the couch or the sitate? It's a sofa. But he's sitting there with you. He smoked cigarettes, did he? No, no. he's smoking the cigarettes. Are you smoking the cigarettes? Yes. Would you please stop? Because he's there in the sitate with you smoking the cigarettes. He's smoking cigarettes, oh. cigarettes, cigarettes, okay? And um, I don't know who Paul is, or Paulie. Or Paula? The name Paul. You understand that? Paula. Yes. Who is that, please? Uh, friends. Okay. He wants to say hello or thank you to them because they helped when he died. They were there. They were here. They were around. You don't know that. James okay. Van Prague. Please thank James Van Prague for asking some interesting questions. Thank you. Thank you. Very, uh, very intriguing. Yes. Thank people come tonight, they'll have a great experience. Taxi! Now, that was on Australian TV. 
And you know Australia. Everything's upside down and topsy-turvy, and nothing's quite what it seems. It probably messed with his... whatever it is. I'm sure that back in his home country, he'll do much better. Okay, we're back with medium James Van Prague, who's about to give us a glimpse into the great beyond. Is he? Is he really? Yes. I want to start actually um, with Abby. She's from mm -hmm. New York, and she her father's passed away, and she'd like to see if there's any sort of connection that okay, you have. Okay, do you have a brother also, by the way? No. Does he have a brother, in the, your father's brother? He's yes. also passed over? Uh, no, he has two brothers that are living. Okay, and they're both alive? Mm -hmm. Okay, there's one that he didn't speak with. Then said that there's a connection with one, and he was not close with one of the brothers? No, uh, they were all three of them. Well, he's telling me that one was not as close. Uh, no. She just told you they were very close. And there's also an initial F for someone. I don't know who that is. Okay. And who's in December? Birthday in December or some connection with December with him or with you and the family? His anniversary was in December. Of his passing? Or his no, wedding? No, uh, his wedding, wedding anniversary. Okay. And I want to talk about someone being married twice. There is a lot of head shaking going on right now. Quick, move on to someone else. And you have a grandfather who passed over. This is Heather, yes. Heather, and there's a grandmother right? next to him. So the grandmother also is over there. Might be a grandmother from the other side of the family. Yes. Okay, you understand that? Because the grandmother comes from the other side of the family. Mm -hmm. But your grandfather's here from the... Uh, who's the father's? Is the father's father? My mother's father. Mother's father, but the... Okay, the other guy's over here, too. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's a long name, but I call him short. Wait, what do you it? mean by here? Like here with... The, here, right here? Here, right behind her. Mm -hmm. I say a, fill, a long name, uh, and it, but it's shortened. Okay? I know what this means. And who's Michael saying Michael and Mike. Maybe. Was his name Michael then Mike? Michael. Mm, could be it. Michael's not really a long name. Yeah, I don't like that. But did they ever call him Mike then? Yes. Yeah, I don't know if that's it or not. I really don't. I don't feel good about that. I'm sorry, that's not it. How about Thomas yeah. and Tom? Does no, that make like that. No. No. Stop trying to help me. Do you want to, Do you want to keep um, a movie? Are you, is it hard when they're sitting all together? Sometimes because it goes back and forth. I want to talk about the Midwest with you. I want to talk either some connection with the Midwest, going to the Midwest, or starting <laughs> the Midwest. Okay? And I don't know if you're going to be going to Chicago, or there's something around Chicago. Okay? Not that I know. Okay, there's some connection coming up. I don't know if you're going to be moving there. But I just moved to New Jersey. People always get Chicago and New Jersey mixed up. That, yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that's not the middle. That's, right. that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's not it. That's not it. I also want to talk about you redoing the photo or a frame of your grandfather. There's a picture, which you, I think you want this picture. It was very important that you get this particular picture. Okay. Do you understand that? And you make a frame, you put it in the right frame or something. Okay. Understand that? Have you done that? No. no. She doesn't what, understand. What about family photos you've been looking at? This poor lady, she looks very confused and torn. On the one hand, she knows nothing about what he's saying. And on the other hand, you can tell she really doesn't want to ruin the TV show. I have a lot of family photos. Yeah, I really know that. But I mean, have you been looking at, just recently, you were looking at redoing some of the family photo? No. No? Is this frustrating for you, Heather? Yes. This is yeah. a stretch, James. Well, Everybody looks at the family photos. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. No, but there's something with a frame he's showing me that you were looking at frames to put a f thing in here. Yeah. Do you well, want to maybe take a break and move on to the other could could yeah, Tammy's here. She's originally Don't from know. Portland, Oregon, right? And when he gets stuff wrong, he just says, I don't like that. So, now Tammy from Portland. So maybe you can kind of jump around. Who I don't know. Horses? What do you think? She's looking to reconnect with her grandmother. Horses. My grandma. She had the horses, didn't she? Yeah. Wow, she that was good. Horses. Ding, ding, ding. He got something right. Yeah. Thanks. No, that was a good one. Thank you. Yeah, because how would you know Some are better than others, because okay. I'm a medium. I'm a Hello. Hispanic, okay? We'll watch watching. All right, well, we'll ignore you. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, she's, she's young again. She's able to walk again. There was probably the, the walking at the end with her. She couldn't walk. Do you understand that? Yeah. Your grandma's a very independent lady, always has been very independent, okay? She thought for herself, and she thought way... At the time that she was alive, she would do things that other people would not think about doing. 
Yeah, she was way, she was way before her time. Mm -hmm. Understand that? Mm -hmm. Okay, is there a sister of hers also in the spirit world, please? No. Like, why is she talking about a sister? Could this be your sister? No. The grandmother was an only child? Uh, she had brothers. Oh, brothers. Okay. brothers. There's a sister-in-law, a sister? And after the high of getting the horses right, he shoots back down again. I guess he doesn't know when to quit. What's she saying? It's, just, well, it's almost like she's saying as if there's been a, an upset with a sister, she's telling me. So I don't know if she means hers or she means yours. Okay. And are you moving also? Am I what? Just finished moving. Are you thinking about moving as well? Oh, I moved to New York a year ago. Because she's saying you're going to be moving. Mm -hmm. And she said you were just on the phone talking to a friend about moving. You were just talking to someone about moving. She's shaking her head, but he's just ignoring her. He concludes by telling her she will be moving, despite obviously knowing nothing about it. Even though James Van Prague is one of the world's most successful psychic mediums, I think he was a bit of a bad choice for trying to prove that psychics are real. If only there was a way to really test them. Luckily for us, Australian TV did just that. Good evening. How would you like to live in a world where a chosen few could solve our greatest mysteries, or know things about you that you barely knew yourself? Things about your past, maybe things about your future. Or do we live in that world already? See, a lot of people think we do, and others are quite certain that we don't. Do you have an open mind? Are you up for challenging your beliefs? This is the search for Australia's most gifted psychic. Welcome to The One. The One is basically X Factor for psychics. They brought together seven psychics and mediums and gave them a range of tests. For me, one of the most annoying and irresponsible things psychics do is get involved in cases of missing persons. It can hinder an investigation, and to date, not a single case has ever been solved by a psychic. So, the one decided to place a young boy in the middle of the woods and see if their seven psychics could find him. The test is as real as we could make it. The, uh, the missing boy is an actor whose mother is waiting out of sight nearby with safety officers. Our resident skeptic, Richard Saunders, approved strict controls for this test, and he was there for the placement of the boy. The job for our psychics is to find the lad, and they've only got 15 minutes to do it. Now all they get is an aerial map of the area, a photo of the boy, and a possession that he holds dear. Oh, and of course they've got the gift. The clock is running. Yeah, this should be no trouble for those with the gift. Time. I feel like there's a bit of an opening where he is, but yet I felt his energy around. I felt his energy so close. Well, I feel like it's up the top here somewhere. I feel like I'm so close. <clears throat> I was close. I felt really, really, really close. She wasn't. But not close enough, and uh, hence to say I ran out of time. Ran out of time. Stacey and Richard, what do you think the realistic chances are of one of our psychics finding or even getting close to this boy? Stacey. I think it's a really difficult challenge. It's thick bushland, it's wet, it's miserable. The guys are kind of nervous, they're out of their comfort zone. Um, I'd like to think that someone is going to do this because they're so good, but it's going to be hard. Okay, and Richard, you're involved in, in setting it up. What do you think? I think it's a very interesting little experiment we've got here. Remembering that the boy can't be more than 15 minutes away from the starting location, uh, I must admit I'd be a little surprised if one of our contestants finds the boy, but we'll see. Right. Would yeah. it help sway you across to 
the light side. Right? I'm not about to say that. All right, the stakes are high, but can we really expect someone to, uh, to complete this test? I don't know. Let's find out. The area isn't really thick bush, but it is cold and wet. Although, how that affects psychic powers, I don't know. It was incredibly well hidden, and when we went around the side, there he was. Does this belong to you? He found him, and then approaches him in a pretty creepy way. As you can see, this is the ultimate game of psychic hide-and-seek. There's a boy hidden, he's in thick bush, and you've only got 15 minutes to find him. Now, for our experts, I'll start with you, Richard, because Jason's found the boy. He did. But were you impressed with the way he did it, or...? I was, I was. He found the boy. What can I say? He did cover a lot of ground in looking for the boy, but he found the boy. I can't deny it. But no... Well, he I, mean, I guess what, I'm, what, what I'd be interested to hear you say yeah. is, I can't explain how he found the boy. Well, he found the boy by, by running around for 15 minutes, basically. He found the boy by running around. He does actually seem to be the most physically fit of all the psychics. And out of the seven, he was the only one to find the boy. In fact, out of the tests that were given on the one, this was one of the more successful ones. I can't help but wonder why they would even take part in the show, especially if they know they don't have the powers they claim to have. Or maybe they actually do believe they can do it. If there's one man out there who really does appear to be psychic, it's Darren Brown. Darren Brown is an incredible mentalist. He's from Croydon, but appears to be quite nice. Even though he appears to have amazing abilities that self-proclaimed psychics do, he insists he's not a psychic, and also says there is no such thing as psychic powers. Since the mid-1800s, spiritualists have been talking to the dead, apparently delivering messages from beyond the grave which seem so specific that they must be real. I'm going to use every trick in the book, and there are books, if you care to look for them, written by openly fraudulent mediums teaching their techniques. But of all the tasks facing me for this special, this one makes me feel the most uncomfortable. I personally believe, given my knowledge of the psychic industry, that I'm using techniques here used by pretty much any successful medium. But you're going to watch this knowing that I'm fake. And if that makes you feel uncomfortable, then that is kind of my point. As you can tell, Darren doesn't really like psychics much. I'm here as Fraser Sherwell, and I've come to meet the respected medium Janet Nohovec to convince her of my abilities. I have a spiritualist church here in America and also a school for mediumship. We believe in mediumship that's very evidential, mm -hmm. um, so we take this quite seriously. Mm -hmm. um, so we train people who can give very good detail. And you are bringing people, I suppose, also into a belief system or religion yeah. as well. Do you find that normally happens? They're also entering into... The it church, affects perhaps? them spiritually, yeah. it affects their spiritual path, it affects what they look at the world like, it affects for many people what they believe about religion, it touches them on a very many levels. The people attending this event are fairly sceptical New Yorkers who have responded to an advertisement to come along and have a reading. Okay, so I'm going to go in now and give a demonstration to Janet and a group of people who I've genuinely not met before, um, but using medium skills and my own skills, I'll give a more accurate reading than mediums tend to ever give. And I'm interested to see how Janet takes it. We'll see. What he's going to do is give psychic readings to a room full of people, just like James Van Prague or John Edwards or some other wankers. You're laughing, is that...? Yeah? Um, oh, this is a young chap. This isn't an old man, this is a young chap. 
Um, I think you got very close. I think this is a, a real... I think you parted before he passed on, though, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's not very forthcoming. Held a lot of things back, yeah? Uh, for all that, though, quite good-natured, and he's, he's got quite a dimply face when he smiles, is that right? Yeah? Darren is hitting on everything. The woman is enthusiastically nodding at everything he says. Um, big hands. <laughs> yeah? This, this is, uh, all right, hang on. Okay, I'm getting a name, which I don't think is his. All right, but he's giving me a couple of names. And there's Charles or Charlie. This isn't him. And Tom or Thomas. Two different names that he's giving me. Charles or Charlie and Tom or Thomas. Can I tell you what that is? Is it something? Yes. My is it another relationship that you had? Sorry? That's my ex-husband's name, but he's not passed on. No, 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 no. I said this isn't him. Okay. This isn't him. This is a name that he's given me about something, okay? Um, he's got some issue with this guy, and I don't know what it is, all right? It's my but, ex. That's yeah, I think. I think... But this is him looking at... It's just him looking out for you, all right? Um, you said you've been feeling lonely and you've got a silly pet. The woman has also been in tears during much of this. Which he finds funny. Um, you got a silly pet? Yes. Okay. Um, I think that that's what that's about. That it's just him looking out for you and just kind of being there and, you know, just, just, just making that connection. I don't so, how did Darren, a.k.a. Frasier, do? Frasier mentioned things that only I knew about the one that passed away. And he just mentioned specific things like um, him passing away on our anniversary, um, the fact that we were very close because we were engaged to be married. And it was very revealing. And he said I had silly pets, which is true. I have uh, two aquariums, so it was, it was a great read. There you have it. He did great. He does more readings on this show and hits just about everything. Out of everything we've looked at, the best psychic so far has been the one that insists he definitely isn't a psychic. Episode, Episode 14. 14. Psychic, psychic Mediums. Mediums. The, the Epilogue. So, what have we learnt this week? We learnt that maybe psychics have poor hearing. Okay. And uh, with the name of either Mary, Margaret, do you understand the name? We learnt that maybe psychics have poor vision. I haven't seen that, but mm -hmm. I can't see it, because I need glasses. We learnt that a lot of psychics have a poor relationship with the truth. So does that mean that you cheated? I did. Maybe there are people out there with real psychic powers. I don't know. But I doubt you'll see any of them on TV or in theatres going... I see some letter M or D. I've never really understood why spirits give mediums a letter or a name. Why don't they speak more clearly or be more useful with their information? Just about every well-known psychic has had some controversy around them, like using hidden microphones and having people filling out questionnaires beforehand. And James Randi has had a million-dollar challenge for some years now, 
anyone that can prove their psychic abilities can take home the one million dollars. But so far, there have been no takers. If you enjoy this podcast, then share it with your friends and let me know. Join the Facebook group and the Instagram, and you can email me at idontknowpod at outlook.com. Special thanks to our logo creator, Raymond Roel of Project Raven Creative. See all his links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and come back next week to find out what I don't know. Good morning, Mr. Jones. We've been waiting for you.